Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to talk about, yes, North Korea. Now, what I'm about to say is my personal opinion. This is not a prophecy. I have not heard from the Lord on this. This is my guess, and I think it's a good guess. I'm going to tell you the prophetic reasons why I'm making the guess. But just like you have an opinion, I have an opinion. The difference is... (laughs) My opinion has 25 years of Bible prophecy behind it and all of the things that I've done and all that sort of stuff. So my guess that I'm about to give you is based upon my understanding and my background in Bible prophecy. But that's what it is. It's a guess. Now, I think I'm going to be right, but let's see. So here's my guess. I think that North Korea, specifically Kim, is about to kiss Trump's ring. In other words, I think that he is going to do just about anything and everything that Trump wants him to do. He is going to be very cooperative. We're going to hear pretty much nothing but good reports. In other words, there's not going to be a blow up. There's not going to be a time where Kim just throws down his marbles and and, and leaves. Uh, He's not going to do that. That's going to take a while for me to explain to you why I say that, because that's not just an opinion of someone that just watches the 6 o'clock news. Has some really good reasons why I say that. But first of all, let me tell you what has changed. Because right here behind this microphone and this program, here are some of the things to the contrary that I brought you. Now, they weren't from me. They're from other people. But you have to understand God does not want to bring judgment. He really doesn't. He just wants to build his kingdom. And his objective is not to build our kingdom, is not to line our pockets, not to give us big houses and cars and things like that. His objective is to build his kingdom. Now, I believe what we're about to see is peace come to North Korea, at least for now. This doesn't necessarily mean the prophecies about North Korea attacking America are fully removed, at least not yet. First of all, let me give you the, what is it, seven of them here. And let's talk about them, because I do not think these are false prophecies nor false prophets. I think that we have changed the deal, and that's what we want. So Maurice Scalar was given a vision that North Korea would hit America with three EMP nukes. In other words, electromagnetic nukes coming down from satellites. Leslie Johnson, my wife, was given a dream that North Korea, using a cargo plane, would carry an atomic bomb over America. Doug Metzger was given a vision where he saw a ballistic missile with the North Korea flag on the side, and he heard an audible voice say, sort of judgment towards America. Dimitri Dudeman, in one of his visions, he saw two presidents making plans to attack America. They said, quote, We're sure that Korea, meaning North Korea, and Cuba will be on our side too. Pastor Massey was prophesied that Seattle will be nuked by North Korea. God will punish North Korea for the crimes against the Christians. America will retaliate and drop a nuke on North Korea, and North Korea will be wiped out. Nathan Leal in a vision, saw a building in Seattle nuked by the North Koreans. Now, those six people false prophets? No. So if they didn't miss it, then what has happened? Well, that is the question. Did they miss or have our prayers been answered? Brothers and sisters, I believe that our prayers have been at least answered 
for the time being, softened or delayed. Now, the reason I say that, let's step back. Let's look at the broad picture for just a minute in light of Bible prophecy. First of all, James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. And here's the point. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Okay, so have you been praying that North Korea, Iran, or something like that, or Syria would not hit America? I have. Not only have I, but my fast track team has 715 people that fast and pray uh, from midnight Tuesday night until 4 p.m. Wednesday afternoon. They have been praying. This is the specific sentence in there that they pray. Pray with us problems with North Korea will be softened, delayed, and removed. James 5, 16, effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Matthew 17, 21, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Proverbs 16, 7, when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies, that includes North Korea, to be at peace with him. Now, it is not our desire here at the Prophecy Club to see judgment arrive. I know that you may think that from time to time. We really don't want to see that. What we want to see is the kingdom of God built. And, unfortunately, that can't always be built in a time of blessings. A lot of times, people find Jesus in a time of trouble when they're on their knees and they're, you might say, they've reached their wit's ends. But what we really want to see is repentance, revival, We want to see the blessings come. We want to believe that our cries, and by the way, when I say cries, I'm not talking about tears. I'm talking about like a crier that screams out. We just scream out here on the radio. A crier is one that screams out a message. Kind of like in the old days, like in Nebuchadnezzar, he said, and the herald cried out and said, to you is commanded. And then he went on commanding, whosoever doesn't fall down and worship the golden image which Nebuchadnezzar the king set up should be the same hour cast into the burning fiery furnace. Okay, so that that's a crier. We want to believe that our cries here at the Prophecy Club and our fast track, our cries of judgment coming through fasting and prayers and standing in the gap may have softened or delayed a judgment. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's what we want. See, When I was new in Bible prophecy, I used to think, oh, well, if God said it, it's always going to come to pass. Uh, That's not exactly accurate. All you got to do is look at the city of Nineveh and Jonah. Okay, did Jonah hear from God? Yep, took a ride in the fish to prove it. But was Nineveh destroyed 40 days later like Jonah told them would happen? No, it did come 40 years later. But you see, there was a delay. Again, it's not our desire to see judgment arrive, but we also have to understand if we don't pray and fast, if we don't stand in the gap, I'd like to say repentance, but I don't see much of that going on in America. But nevertheless, we are praying, we are fasting, we are standing in the gap. Now, let me give you four examples here of what you look for in a prophecy that is not going to be changed. In other words, you're not going to pray this one away. You're not going to fast. You're not going to stand in the gap to get this one removed. Revelation 19.9, and he saith unto me, these are the true sayings of God. In other words, what's said in Revelation, you're not going to pray that away. That will come. Revelation 21.5, and he said unto me, right, for these words are true and faithful. Revelation 22.6, and he said unto me, these sayings are faithful and true. 
Daniel 2.45, the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof, sure. Hear those words, count on it. Then we shall know these will come to pass, and no amount of praying and fasting is going to stop them. I still want to believe that we can bring a softening or a delay, and I believe that we may just have done that. In other words, and I'm making this uh, broadcast, what, Monday at uh, 2 o'clock. And here in another four or five hours, Trump is supposed to meet with Kim. So I don't know what's going to happen anymore, and you know what's going to happen. I don't even think Tim or Trump knows exactly what's going to happen. Who knows? They could get mad at the last second, and one of them goes stomping out. I mean, Trump's already said he'll walk out if necessary. But I'm saying that based upon the climate, based upon what I see in Bible prophecy, again, this is my guess, I think that Kim is about to basically do whatever Trump wants him to do. I think he's going to lay down his nukes. He's going to cooperate, and I'm about to tell you why. Ezekiel twenty-two twenty-nine says, The people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and the needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore, and then he went on to say he brought his wrath. Now, the point is, I don't think we're seeing a lot of repentance in America. And yes, we know repentance could bring the delay. But brothers and sisters, I believe that what is happening in America, not just our fast track team, I think there's a lot of people praying and fasting across the land, specifically for our nation and for Trump. Now, the broad view. Okay, yes, yes, we know. We're coming to world government. We're coming to the 666. We're coming to a time when no one's going to be able to buy or sell. That, brothers and sisters, is a new financial system. I don't have any special information. No one has slipped any kind of an envelope under my door, got any kind of special phone call from somebody behind some alphabet organization. I'm just a prophecy student. And today, this is not even thus saith the Lord. This is just a guess. But it's a guess based upon 40-some-odd years in the world of Bible prophecy. Now, remember, he had, life, he had power to give life into the image of the beast, which means this clone is probably going to have or instantly being linked to some kind of a far-advanced internet of all human knowledge, which means sometime between now and the world government, we've got to come into a new financial system. If you listened to last Tuesday's broadcast, and it was uh, the first word was urgent, I played for you a recording that HSBC is putting out. I haven't checked to see if it's still up today. But it basically says that, well, here, I'll just play the recording for you. HSBC will be upgrading our systems during the weekend of June 8th, which will result in service interruptions. Checking and savings balances may not be accurate, and debit card transactions may not post for up to five business days after the upgrade is completed on Monday, June 11th. To avoid overdrawing your account, it's important to track your balances before, during, and up to five business days after the outage. So it may very well be that everything went fine. And it may not be. I mean, we've got another week to find out. But it may very well be that there is about to be a big change somehow financially. Now, that's from the financial standpoint. The Bible says we're coming to world government and to a world financial system. Could it be that that financial system is about to come into power? 
Could it be that that has to do with Kim, North Korea, and all that? First of all, let's back up and look at what China is doing. China wants to replace America as the world power. They want to be the global dominating force militarily, financially, governmentally. They want to rule the world. They have built up their military to an astronomical level. They are on par, many people say, with America and with Russia right now. They have stolen much of our technology by telling companies, well, if you want to do business in China, you have to give up all of your trade secrets. Yes, you make it, the code, the methods of manufacture, which all should be secret, but if you want to do business in China, you've got to give up all of those secrets. And so consequently, we have been not only pouring money, intellect, but our, our secrets that make our companies great. We've been pouring those into China now. We'll be right back after this message. The recordings discussed on the Prophecy Club are typically offered for a gift of $30 per disc or title, a double disc for 45 or a triple disc for 65 If there are a way that you could watch any one of our DVDs for $0.50 cents to a dollar, you probably want to know about it, right? Well, go visit WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch over 160 Prophecy Club titles for an introductory monthly recurring subscription of just $20 a month, or a yearly subscription for $200. The early $200 subscription is the best deal because it locks in your rate against increases in monthly subscriptions. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. You'll love the format. It's easy to watch, and the quality is great. Watch prophecyclub.com watch prophecyclub.com go check it out today the extreme summer blowout is now in effect you can get 50 dvds for 250 that's five dollars each 25 for 160 that's 640 each 15 for 120 that's eight bucks each 10 for 100 obviously ten dollars each six for 70 four for 50 and two for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785-266-1112 and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply. And now back to the program that make our companies great. We've been pouring those into China now for years. China recently built up a man-made island, actually several of them, in the South China Sea. And here just a couple of weeks ago announced they landed a long-range bomber on one of them. And what are they doing that for? Because they want to be in control of the South China Sea. They want to say, this is our area, stay out. China wants to claim the South China Sea as their own. Well, the U.S. military here just, what, a week ago was determined to keep it free and just floated some military ships uh, into that area. And, yes, tensions were high. There was no one shot at each other. But there was a mild confrontation between China and U.S. military here just, what, a week or ten days here. China wants the U.S. military out of South Korea, I believe and especially their nukes, because that messes with China's objective to be the world power, you see. The U.S. claims that they removed the nukes, the little tactical nukes, out of South Korea. They claimed that they were removed. They claimed. 
But maybe not. Even more so, China doesn't want to see North Korea's situation escalate and the U.S. military bringing actually more troops. And even worse, China doesn't want to see the United States bring back tactical nukes, assuming they have been removed, and especially not the full power big nukes into South Korea. In other words, China's motivation is this. They want to continue to do business, to do trade, to take away the power and strength of America, both financially, militarily, uh, all of our trade secrets, how we make things and build things. They want to take away all of that. They want to replace America. So they don't want military troops in South Korea. They don't want anything in terms of American military in South Korea. Now, what do I think has really happened? I think that this Kim Jong-un, let let me just call him Kim. I think Kim is a young guy. I think I heard he's 34, I believe it was. And he's overweight. Now, I'm not criticizing him because he's overweight. I've been overweight before in my life. I'm, I'm not trying to criticize him. What I'm trying to say, though, that's an indicator that he likes things. (laughs) He likes this world. He likes the things of this world. And frankly, so do I. And probably so do you, too. Nothing wrong with that, especially being an American. But it's saying he's really not a communist at heart. He's really not like all of the other generals around him. You remember he was actually educated uh, in in Western, in, in the West, let's put it that way. But you look at the generals around him, a lot of the leaders around him, they're skinny as a bone. So his objective is to see that he has a very, very nice life. So here's what I think happened. I think that with all of these sanctions that Trump put on him, and he was belly aching over all of them because it was taking his wonderful lifestyle away. So I think President Z said, no, I'm not talking to you on the phone because probably the Americans are listening. And he's probably right. So I think Kim went over to talk to President Xi, uh, the president of Uh, China. Here's what I think happened. Again, China wants to be world power. They want U.S. military out of South Korea, especially their military and their nukes, all of that, with that all gone. So I think President Xi said, okay, here's the deal. If you want to be a prosperous nation like South Korea, then you need to do what South Korea has done. That means you need to go kiss Trump's ring. That means you need to do whatever he wants you to do. That means you need to lose them nukes. And by the way, where'd those nukes come from? Well, they probably either came from China or Russia. They're probably old, outdated throwaways, and they just gave them to him so he could threaten us. Uh, one person in, in our congregation, I was talking about this, and he said, yeah, well, maybe he says, or maybe they were testing out some specific technology that maybe either Russia or China couldn't test, and maybe they sent it over to him, and maybe he tested it. Yeah, well, maybe that's maybe that's true, too. But the point is, I think President Xi told Kim, you go kiss Trump's ring. You do what he tells you to do. You get rid of those nukes, and don't be surprised to see kind of like the border wall, the great wall between East and West Germany came down. Don't be surprised over the process of the next few years to see that whole wall come down between North and South Korea. Don't be surprised to see a real peace come. Now, 
Does that mean all those other prophecies uh, have fallen on the wayside? Well, I sure want to think that. I want to think that our prayers have counted for a lot. And I want to think that God has intervened and made us at peace with our enemies, or even better, our enemies at peace with us. I want to think that Kim has been told to give Trump whatever he wants, to do whatever Trump wants him to do. And I don't think it's too much of a feather in Trump's cap other than the fact he made friends with President Xi and he also forced the sanctions to the point and enforcement of the sanctions enough to where finally Kim came down to, okay, (laughs) this is bad enough to where I got to do something. I mean, I don't mind my people starving. I don't mind that they don't have food or water or things like that. I don't mind that. But it's messing with my lifestyle. And so if it's messing with my lifestyle, we got to do something. So he went over and talked to President Xi, and President Xi said, if you want to be a part of this new system that's coming in, this new world system that uh, Terry Bennett talks about here, let me quote what he said. He said, there will be a change in the U.S. currency. This is Terry Bennett. There will be a, a change in the U.S. currency. A different currency is going to come, at least one. That will entail us no longer, meaning the dollar, no longer being the reserve currency of the world. Now let's back up and look at it from a different point of view. Concerning North Korea, we know that Kim's sister went to South Korea and watched the Olympics and apparently was really impressed with their prosperity. We know that Kim, being overweight, really likes the finer things in life. We know that Kim went to visit President Xi in China and came back from China with a different attitude. What if he was told that there's about to be a new financial system coming in, like Terry Bennett prophesied is coming? What if Kim decided that he liked the finer things in life and that the nukes weren't going to get them for him as they did his father and his grandfather? What if President Xi told him to go kiss Trump's ring like we've been talking about, to give Trump whatever he wants? If he wants peace and prosperity, you better go kiss Trump's ring. I think it's probably going to go well. I also don't think this prosperity that America is currently in is going to last long. I think we got a little bit longer, but I I cannot believe that the devil is going to let us go in too much prosperity too long with the amount of sin we have in the hearts of Americans today. Let me read for you Neville Johnson. Title is An Encounter I Had on the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur 2014. He said, a heavenly visitor entered my room at 6.30 a.m. and said, write this down. I immediately recognized the visitor, having had a number of encounters with him in the past. He quoted the following scriptures. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house should be greater than the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. He emphasized all the words, all nations, and desire. I knew that every nation in the world was about to be shaken in a very real way. His emphasis on the word desire was in relationship to wealth and precious things. Then he quoted the following scriptures, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he had promised, saying, yet once more, 
I will shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. The emphasis on this passage of scripture is the phrase consuming fire. He spoke about the shaking that would also release a baptism of fire upon those in the church who are pursuing the Lord and seeking his purity in their lives. Then a vision opened up in front of me where I saw the angel holding what looked like a very fragile, large, ornate cup and saucer. This cup was very thin and fragile. Written on the cup were the words, the nation's economies. I then was able to see inside of the cup, and on the inside it was filthy. The angel said, the economies of the world are like this cup, clean on the outside, but filthy on the inside. I then heard a crack, and the cup began to break and crack and quickly fell apart into pieces. The scene then changed, the angel was then holding a large man upside down by his leg. He began shaking this man violently up and down. And as I watched, all kinds of things began to fall out of this man's pockets, such things as gold, silver, inventions, that seemed to be in connection with energy as well as other inventions. There were cures for diseases. Also falling out of the man's pockets were cures for things like cancer and diabetes and asthma and Alzheimer's disease and many other diseases. Cures for these diseases already exist but have been hidden by the pharmaceutical companies. This giant represented the world and the financial systems of this world. As I watched this unfold, this angel again shouted the words, Shake, exposure, transfer. As he said this, I felt the earth under me shake like a tremor. At this point, I heard the Lord speak one more time. Will I shake the heavens and the earth? There is no more time. It will start to unfold now. It will start first in the church, then in the nations. At this point, I began to see certain things happening in the world. There were exposures in the church. Hidden things will come to light as a purifying work work in the church gets underway. This will shock many people, but it is God at work. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God, and if it begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? I saw this woman who I knew represented Christians who were pregnant with promises. I then saw eggs breaking and chickens hatching out of these eggs, began to grow rapidly before my eyes. This angel said to me, in an incubation through prayer, travail in its cesser, I understood that promises given to many over the years were about to be realized. The point of travail has come. It is time to push and bring to birth that which God has promised. Some of these promises went back many years. I particularly saw promises given around 1984 after this present time could now be realized. These promises can be apprehended over the next nine months. This incubation period will bring about a profound change in people's lives and in the nations of the world, birthing a new day with fulfillment of many promises. So, what do I think is going to happen? I think that we're probably going to see Kim become very cooperative, which is a really big surprise, a welcome surprise for all of us. But again, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Hope you appreciated the guest of a prophecy teacher. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And remember us when it comes time to your giving. God bless.
Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. The Extreme Summer Blowout is now in effect. You can get 50 DVDs for $250, that's $5 each. 25 for 160, that's 640 each. 15 for 120, that's 8 bucks each. 10 for 100, obviously $10 each. 6 for 70, 4 for 50, and 2 for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog. Or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785 266 1112, and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply. Dr. Bree Keaton just made a brand new DVD. It's called Is Trump or Patrick Henry? Now, it's not a political talk. Bree's mother was a descendant of the patriot Patrick Henry. She reveals shocking, never-released private family records, bloodlines, and gives you the true story of how God used Patrick Henry to save America. She helped me to see more clearly where we are and where we're going because most of history has already repeated itself. I promise you will like this DVD. It is Trump by Patrick Henry, prophecyclub.com.